0: well hello and welcome back we are a film review podcast that reviews and analyzes films that are written by directed by or starring women and discuss their representation pertaining to the industry and what we see on screen i'm serena and i'm whitney and before we go into the movie that we're going to be talking about today um we'll just go over the structure a little bit um, first, obviously, we're going to review the movie, things that we thought worked for it, things that we didn't like. We are going to play a game of FMF, <laughs> which is Fuck My Friend Zone, where game that we play with the prominent men in the film. Um, of course, we are then going to make sure that we rate the movie, 10 being perfect film, no changes, 5 being wouldn't watch it again, but I enjoyed it, and 1 being should have left it on Country room forward, should never have gotten any farther in the production process. Um, After that we will shout out our VIPs and also give you guys recommendations on movies that are similar if you like this one. So to lead into it we are talking today about the movie Dirty Dancing.
1: Uh, Dirty Dancing was filmed in 1987. It is an hour and 40 minutes long so it's not too long. It's pretty standard. You can watch it pretty much anywhere. Um, streaming you rent it buy it uh, it stars Patrick Swayze as Johnny Jennifer Gray as Baby and the plot is spending a summer at a Catskills resort with her family Frances Baby Houseman falls in love with the camp's dance instructor Johnny Castle very the, straightforward movie I hate
0: that I really the, hate the plot that synopsis.
1: oh I honestly that that is the film though yeah, there's a lot of other yeah. stuff that happens, but that that is it's directly very the nuanced.
0: film. <laughs> yeah, I think there's another one that I read earlier when I was I was looking up. Um, oh,
1: there's probably a million and a half uh, writer, mm-hmm. where
0: it just said like summer in the Catskills with her family, Francis baby, such and such, whatever, um, learns life lessons about mm. something, 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 and then dot, dot, dot. And unexpectedly falls in love.
1: <laughs> okay, I, I... was like, okay. I kind I of agree a, with that one. No, <laughs> I take offense at that. She unexpectedly falls in love. Are you kidding me? Like, first of all, she, like, oh, yeah, as soon as she saw romance. Swayze, she was, like, eyes locked, going to, like... Like, she didn't leave him alone. She was basically stalking him. Um, but also what
0: she was stalking him
1: (laughs) I mean a little bit
0: the only reason they even like it was like the one time like the first time they met she was like oh he's kind of hot like oh and he taught me how to dance so cute OMG do you remember that like one time Uh, but then like after that
1: (laughs) well so she saw him um that uh, that one evening on the dance floor, right, mm-hmm. um, From where cousin. he was dancing very. I
0: oh, like they were just getting right into the yes. actual, like, what happened in the movie.
1: <laughs> but well, brief, briefly, we're getting into it, but um, she sees him on the dance floor, and then after that, like, she's like constantly looking for him, and anytime he shows up, like, she, like, her gaze does not wander; like, eyes are literally locked on his face. That's or fair. possibly his ass, depending on where she was looking. LOL.
0: <laughs> but also, like, it's Patrick Swayze, so, like, who wouldn't? Mm. You know?
1: Mm-hmm. I have a question. Yes. When was the first time you saw this movie?
0: The first time I saw this movie was, I want to say, like, eighth grade. And it was actually during Christmas time, so for some reason for me... Every time I watch this movie, even though it's 100% a summer movie, which is why we're doing this movie, kick mm-hmm. off into summer, mm-hmm. I always associate it with <laughs> Christmas time. Okay. Like, every time it's Christmas, I want to watch Dirty Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so you've rewatched it before? Oh, yeah. I've rewatched it a lot. I love this movie.
1: Okay. Okay. Do you want to you wanna know something embarrassing? What? This was my first time watching it.
0: Wait for real? Yeah,
1: I. Oh my gosh. Okay, and I thought I knew what it, it was. What I thought I knew what it was about, um, but apparently, uh, I was like, not that I like, I knew I was thinking of Footloose, but I also just thought it was basically supposed to be like the same movie as F- Footloose, and obviously, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> like I thought, I basically thought that they were like the same movie, just different characters
0: that's funny because i actually haven't watched the the first version of footloose
1: i have seen chunks of
0: it i haven't seen it all the way through i've seen the the like remake version that they made like the more like modern version of footloose which was Mm -hmm. footloose but yeah i like i still haven't seen the like kevin bacon one
1: Hmm.
0: wait but i'm so excited this is your first time like watching this movie, yeah. Obviously, you have to give your first impressions first.
1: <laughs> um, I really like the music, obviously, because uh, it's like it's great, like upbeat dancing music. But I mean, just about it's like what thirty five ish years later, like it still really holds up. Um, mm-hmm. the characters are all great, um, and they all have like really interesting and complex uh backgrounds and when i say complex i'm not talking about like the modern day complex where they give them like two or three interesting character traits and then call it it di- call it a day <laughs> like they actually give them like full-on lives before everything that happened 100 yeah. um, like percent. and then dreams and hopes for the future that we know aren't gonna go anywhere because like it's the end of the movie but like the, like outside, it just makes the it makes them feel so full. Where it's just like they it's, have yeah, this it's history, very, like, realistic and they're almost. gonna have this future.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, it's not like the modern take where it's just like two or three like interesting like bullet points <laughs> about this character.
0: Um yeah, it's not like they're gay and they are black. So not only are they sassy, they're extra sassy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Oh man!
1: And because they were gay and black, they got bullied extra hard. So that makes them
0: (laughs) super sad too. The third, yeah, (laughs) exactly. All of their humor comes from their pain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, because like, like right now million you could characters.
1: exactly. I was about to say like you could probably put like ten different characters like name them right there.
0: Like who are we talking about? It could be so many.
1: Hmm. But um, <laughs> like if you say like, all right, he was a dance instructor at um, this rich resort, but he came from a poor background and he loved to dance, but he want, but he was gonna get a job um in a contractor union. Uh, because he needed money but he feels like and then you like you try like the more like interesting (laughs) little plot points you say about johnny like instantly you know who he is and you can't name someone
0: like him the funny thing about literally everything that you just said is that it is so explicitly stated in the movie but i feel like everybody forgets what this movie is about Mm. (laughs) like it's one of the things that actually makes me so upset about this movie is like how the like legacy in quotes I'm gonna say mm-hmm. of it has carried on to be only about how it's such a cute romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. like, oh, it's such a cute romance story, and I'm like, or if you're lucky, it's, it's literally also about, about abortion. so much yeah. more than that. Yeah, <laughs> like
1: it is, and it's like so
0: I, much more than that.
1: I well, and that's and why I was me so surprised. Sad because.
0: Yeah, it makes me sad because I think I watched a, um, there's a, there's, like, a show on Netflix where it's, like, a documentary, like, interview-type show Mm. called, like, The Movies That Made Us, and this is one of the Mm. movies on there, and they were talking in the movie about how they were, like, yeah, like, people are probably gonna think this is, like, a, like, a, you know, like, a fun rom-com movie, Mm -hmm. but literally, this movie they had such a hard time trying to just get it made in general mm-hmm. because of like the abortion thing but also because they were like okay well like the writers are women the producers are women mm. they had to find the director Emile Ardolino. I don't mm-hmm. actually know how to say that name but uh... I've never heard that name said out loud <laughs> so I think yeah. it's Emile <laughs> Unless it it's might like be Emil Emily
1: Oh, no, I think it I think it's a meal.
0: Okay. But they like found him because there weren't a lot of people that wanted to like, you know, invest in it. Mm-hmm. And they literally were like, you guys need to rewrite the script. And they actually did the same thing. It was around the same time they were making the movie um, Fast times at Ridgemont High, which also oh. has an abortion mm-hmm. as part of like the plot. And they had also asked that director, they asked her to rewrite the script, too. And she was like, okay, well, I can rewrite it a little bit, but it's still going to be in there. She had to, like, fight for that. Mm -hmm. And this one, they were like, we literally can't rewrite the abortion because if you don't have the abortion, you don't have this movie.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And they were like, we have to have this. And they had, like, such a low budget for this film. (laughs) And they had to film it in the middle of the winter because they wanted to shoot it on location
1: oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and it would have been and busy remember, during peak season
0: yeah it would have been super busy and like i think one of the songs that they wanted the she like really wanted a specific song for it because it's like it's based off of um the writer the main writer i guess she's like she's credited for writing um Eleanor,
1: um, hold on. I've got the IMDb up. Yeah,
0: Eleanor Bergstein. Can't remember her last name. Eleanor Bergstein. She. It's based like kind of off of her life of like when mm-hmm. she was like younger. Mm-hmm. And so she, there was like a song that she really wanted, but then the song that ended up happening, that was made for the film, under like a interesting contract thing, um, ended up being the song that everybody remembers, and it's it's really fun. Is that the one
1: Squeezy? <laughs> Uh, helped write and sing i don't remember I don't which so. one it is but he he did help write and sing one of the songs
0: i just remember he also there's so many fun trivia facts about this movie mm-hmm. mainly because it's older but also it's just so it's so fun yeah that, like people forget that patrick swayze is like parents were both like really famous dancers mm-hmm. and so when he was approached with this role he like at first wasn't really into it because he thought it was just gonna be about dancing and he was like i'm literally spent my whole life trying to get away from the stigma of being a dancer but then after reading the script he was like you know it's actually really good i would love to be a part of the project which
1: it happened like
0: why wouldn't you yeah but yeah, he had like a knee injury from football. So when he does that like jump at the end, they had to film it a bunch of times But he was like, this is literally so painful. <laughs>
1: but like that they was... were like,
0: okay, we can stop. Like, it's fine. But like he kept being like, no, 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 we have to get it. We have to get the shot.
1: Yeah, but that like, also bro, was your knee not helped because uh, he wanted to do all his own stunts. And that log scene, Um, he kept falling oh, off yeah. the log and hurting his knee. And like, I think at one point they had a, Drain his knee because it was so
0: like swollen. yeah because it was so messed up yeah <laughs> he was like I have to do all of them but yeah anyway
1: getting getting another back... fun
0: fact is that <laughs> him, him and uh, Jennifer Grey didn't actually oh, like each other very each much. <laughs> other
1: yeah they worked on yeah. Red Dawn in 1984. And I guess, like, just got bad blood from that. Briefly made up, just enough for Swayze to bring um, Jennifer Grey onto Dirty Dancing. Um, and then, as soon as, like, filming started... Realized why they hated each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah. Which,
0: honestly, like, perfect. Passion works. And a good director can channel that energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they did. Uh, so funny. But yeah, I guess getting back to to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I guess with the synopsis, the thing that I was like, I kind of don't agree with it, is because I feel like it's slightly more of like a like coming of age story than it is a, like a romance movie. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's just like a me thing. But I've it's- also
1: it's interesting a crap ton of times. Um, yeah well it's interesting because uh, the coming of age part because I don't know if you've heard of the book um, if it's purple you're gonna die or they're gonna die um, something along oh. those lines but it, its it's essentially about color theory and film and I Ew. love it. It's one of my favorite books like like in general, out of every single book I read in my life, It's one of my favorite books. Um, That's dope. And it gets down into the color theory in movies and film. Um, And movies and media. And uh, basically purple is like a very spiritual color. And if you see purple, then someone's kind of essentially going to die soon. Um, Mm. And one of the things that it brings up about the color white Is that while it is used to show like innocence and purity, it's more often used to show transitions um, Mm. in someone's like life. Uh, And the biggest example that they used was uh, Little Princess. Um, But considering like this, I very much agree that this is a coming of age film. The fact that they pretty much keep well, they they keep baby in white until or Mm -hmm. after she meets Johnny Before she meets Johnny, it's light pinks and blues, but then she meets Johnny, and that's where she starts wearing white, and she wears white until the end of the film.
0: Yeah, she wears, like, white pants. She also wears more, like, makeup and Mm -hmm. less baby doll dresses, Mm -hmm. which is just, like, a character design thing that I love about this film. Um, Yeah. Because I think the movie literally starts out with her saying in, like, a quote, um, that was back when people called me baby and i didn't i didn't know enough oh, to yeah. think twice about it mhm mhm i think that's the quote but yeah like yeah. it starts off that way and like it's just so great to have started the movie with that sentence and like your visual of you know the cat skills you get like all of the The, like, really fancy, like, oh, we care about the color of our shoes. Her sister's like, I should have brought the coral (laughs) shoes. Like, they go with the dress. And then then the dad's like, "Uh, that's literally not a tragedy. A tragedy is three men stuck in a mine.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Or the use of dogs in Birmingham. And then baby pipes up with. (laughs) (laughs) Or monks burning themselves in protest because, I like, I'm pretty sure that this movie takes place in 60... Is it in the 60s? It's, like...
1: Oh, I thought it took place in 84 when it was... Fil- or 87 when it fil- was filmed, to be honest.
0: Oh, no, no, no. So it takes place, like, during the civil rights movement, basically. Okay. There's, like, a few... Like, it's not something I guess you would know. Like, I guess technically the clothing that they wear is... It is like a period piece, but it's easier to get away with in the summer because it's like not as specific, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like it's not as like grand. But yeah, it's supposed to take place in like fifties, sixties. Plus, most of the soundtrack is that era.
1: Fashion, like most of the songs that they dance to, things that I pay attention to as much as I should. So all indicators, I did hear that. <laughs> um, this is very loud. All, all I guess place time placement um, markers would have been lost on me if if that was what they were going mm-hmm. off of.
0: Yeah, there's that. They have like a couple throwaway lines about just like what's happening like in the real world because the cat skills is very much its own little microcosm. <laughs> hmm. Outside of the real world, plus they're all like you know the rich people that don't have to worry about what's going outside. Oh no, they live in a bubble kind of a thing, which yeah, I think is also a great setting for the film to be had in. Mm -hmm. Um, but they say something about like yeah, there's the use of dogs in Birmingham, which is talking about like Birmingham civil rights movement, all of that stuff. Martin Luther King getting arrested. Spending night in jail, all that, and then I want to say there's something. One of the guys is like, "Oh yeah, like after I graduate, I'm gonna go, um, I'm gonna go uh, join the Freedom Rise Freedom Riders." Oh, I'm gonna go head to Mississippi right. to join the Freedom Riders. And you would think, like, that that dude would be not as shitty as he is, (laughs) but he is. (laughs) Yeah. Which I also think is kind of plays into the whole – it plays into the whole duplicity, I guess, of, um, like, thinking someone's going to be one way because they have feelings and thoughts and strong opinions about certain things. But then when it comes to them and how they treat people in their everyday life, the difference between the actual, like, practice of those beliefs – um, which I think is great because he kind of parallels the dad in a weird way.
1: <laughs> okay, you're right. But I could see dad, that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like not necessarily like a parallel. I'd say maybe like a foil, foil? foil? Mm. because he's not a guy you like. Whereas the dad can, the dad actually at the end like
1: is a good guy. Yeah, his
0: wrongness and. Is like, I can accept that I uh, was wrong.
1: So, um, that was Robbie, right? His name was Robbie.
0: Oh, the guy I was talking about is Neil, the, like, hotel guy.
1: Oh, the, the hotel, uh...
0: The one they, like, keep inheritor. trying to set Baby up with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe he literally has a line where he goes, I've got to say, I'm known as a catch. <laughs> Like bro. And then he continues talking. He goes, I stole a girl from the lifeguard. Yes. And <laughs> and she <laughs> and he asked her, What does he have that I don't? And she said, Two hotels <laughs>
1: I think I think that was the one the one like a uh, line of dialogue that almost lost me like i'm just kind of like (laughs) this this movie so far is too good for this why is that in here
0: (laughs) he starts laughing so hard and you're just like i fucking hate this guy yeah oh my gosh Um,
1: but yeah
0: like i guess they they really do kind of start the like everything pretty quickly i would say mm -hmm. because you basically have all of them hanging out and then they introduce uh him to baby at the table and then later Mm -hmm. they're like oh yeah go hang out because it's like what they're supposed to do and so they like go and hang out and then she's like okay like i want to leave because this is boring somehow she ends up ditching him you know what i'm actually incorrect this is the second time yeah she sees
1: because that's when it was the night this is the reason
0: that she actually goes to find well she actually goes and finds her cousin isn't that her cousin? No, Who no, no. Is that it's guy?
1: it's Johnny's cousin.
0: Yeah, yeah. But how does she know him?
1: Uh, they met when he was helping take uh, her bags out of the the car. But
0: like, why does she trust him?
1: Um, because he took her to the party. So what happened was Wait, they but met. But like,
0: why did she help?
1: <laughs> no, okay, okay, okay. Hold on. So so. Totally. If, if I'm remembering it correctly, what happens is you start uh, and they're in the car on the way to the hotel and you very quickly learn that a uh, baby wants to go into the Peace Corps um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: after she graduates. And so, like, that's supposed to be, like, the hint that she's very down to earth and she cares about people um, and she's, she's like, this economics. rich girl. Yeah. And she's a rich yeah. girl who wants to get her hands dirty type of thing mm-hmm. um, and doesn't, like, see herself, like, above others. Uh, So then when um, the hotel manager says get their bags out of the car and she sees him, I think, like kind of struggling, she goes to help um, because she's not like other girls. And he's like, hey, thanks for that. You know, you're pretty good at this. You could get a job here. And he just kind of like makes a joke about it. And then they they go their separate ways. And when she was wandering around um, he's also ground. struggling
0: with things. <laughs>
1: he's struggling with the three watermelons, and then she the takes a watermelon, and um, he's like, "Oh hey, it's you. Are you like really trying he's to like, work dude, here?" Your or parents something.
0: Would kill me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, so he. Well, he brings back the joke about working okay. at the hotel, and like that's kind of like the hey, I'm a nice that's guy. You can trust me. Like I kind of want to be your friend. Yeah. Moment.
0: And he, and he like doesn't hit it. on her. Yeah, and he like doesn't hit on her. Hey. Mm-hmm. I- that is, yeah. And that leads them straight into the party where they meet. Yeah. Johnny and Penny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is really funny because they're like, what is she doing here? She's not supposed to be here. And then she just awkwardly just, like, ruins the vibe by standing in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> like, stiff as a board. And he's like, seriously?
1: I was like, I, I "Yeah." Honest. like...
0: You could read that scene as him being like, oh, like, this will be fun. Like, let me come and, like, you know, like, dance, whatever. But I I feel like he, the way that my my brain read it for some reason mm-hmm. was that he was like, Jesus Christ, she's such a buzzkill. Come over here and dance because you look ridiculous. I got I... I to help you out.
1: Interesting. I didn't take <laughs> it that way at all. Um, it was cute. Yeah. The way that I kind of took it was he was, like, really, he just didn't trust her, right? And you didn't know why mm-hmm. he didn't trust her. But you can tell, like, right away, like, he did not like her. But it wasn't like he, like, he hated her. He just didn't trust her. Like, he felt like, like, the way that I read it was he thought she was a narc kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he saw her kind of, like, awkwardly trying to, like, dance and stuff. That's when he took a little bit of pity on her and was just like, All right, maybe I can kind of see what she's about because my cousin trusts her. And mm-hmm. so then he was dancing with her, helped her loosen up. And then once she got into it, he kind of like got her vibe and was just like, All right, I don't have to worry about her because, like, after the song, he yeah, and then immediately he and dips. just goes and hangs yeah. out. Yeah. Mm
0: hmm. I had a thought because mm-hmm. I was about to say, Yeah, because they all have their. Like, you know, prejudice against mm. each other, just from, like, being rich and poor, and I was like, it's kind of like Pride and Prejudice.
1: <laughs> oh. Not I really.
0: Yeah, I was like, it, it. I think it breaks down once you, yeah, it breaks yeah. down into it, but, like, it doesn't matter. Everybody, stop listening to what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically after that happens, she leaves finds out that like Robbie is with her sister mm-hmm. I'm just kidding that does well like that, that does happen, but it happens at the same time that she's with hotel guy who's talking about how much of a catch he is, yeah. which is the next day because they just there really isn't anything that they do except for like do their dance lessons and mm-hmm. lawn games. Mm-hmm. because that's what you do in the cat skills <laughs> i can't believe people like would just pay money to go somewhere to do that like that honestly, doesn't seem... <laughs> okay honestly like, why why are you going somewhere else you could just do that i don't
1: know i would do it because like' like, like
0: why is that the thing if you're rich
1: i i would I do. would do it i'm not rich and i would still do it because like i'm not at home like right? the
0: lessons i get but like just to play like croquette
1: yeah and have you know (laughs) someone clean your hotel room have someone cook for you someone to keep you entertained with all the games and stuff like you're there to just not think and relax out in nature exactly
0: you're not stuck on a boat
1: yeah or getting seasick
0: (laughs) true true um but yeah, which I'm really glad that they kind of just, like, leave all of that for later. <laughs> the whole, like, skills thing and focus mm. more on, you know, the more interesting characters. Mm-hmm. So that's when she finds out that, yeah, literally they just do all of their dancing. I think you find out the one lady that's, like, obsessed with uh, with Johnny that, like, Bungalow pays bunny. an extra for, like, secret lessons. Um, you see them dancing, I think. Like in between the two, and she's like, "Oh, like he does that." And then she like was like, "Okay." And she like keeps flirting with him, like my dance skills have gotten so much better. Mm. That's my 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 uh, <laughs> impersonation of I'm a bungalow bunny. <laughs> I mean, I've From only seen 50s. it once, but that was pretty good. <laughs> could be anybody um she ends up leaving with hotel guy they go out on like a walk she's obviously not into it he's talking about how much of a catch he is um her sister walks out from behind the trees with robbie and they're in some kind of a fight and it's a little unfortunate and the guy looks at her hotel guy looks at baby and is like I'm sorry you had to see that. Sometimes you have to see things you don't want to see. And she's like, okay. And he's like, let's go get some food. No. And so they go. So hold on, real quick.
1: Because he's like, sometimes you don't ha- you see things you don't want to see. And she's like, okay. He's like, sometimes you really see th- or you see things you really don't want to see. Like he like hammers the point home. Yeah. And I'm like, why <laughs> is this so creepy right now? Does did he did he murder someone? Like, is this about to take like a dark turn? Like, what's under like? <laughs> Like, what's going on?
0: <laughs> the other funny thing about him is that, like, I low-key think he kind of looks like Toby Maguire <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. And so, like, whenever I would see him, I would just immediately get a little, like, cringe just because mm. of that. But that's whatever. So they go to the freezer, and he's talking about all the great food that they have and that she can have any of it because, like, he's the hotel guy. Um... And she, like, notices, like, in the corner that there's just, like, some person there, and she, like, looks and she's like, oh my god, that's Penny. And Penny's, like, sobbing and trembling and, like, really not in a good place. And so she goes, like, yo, actually I should go check on my sister because of what we just saw. Let's leave and, you know, like, thanks for tonight. Mm Mm-hmm. She immediately goes to find, um, the friend that she made to tell him that she saw Penny. So Johnny or his cousin gets Johnny. Johnny's dancing with that lady. Um, They both leave and baby follows and he's like, why is she coming with us? And he's like, in case Neil comes back. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, fine. She can stay. And so, you know, she stays like she's not friends with them. She doesn't know anything like at all really. But basically they kind of say something like, oh yeah, like she should have come to me about this, is something Johnny says. Mm-hmm. And then Baby's like, what? And then Johnny's cousin goes, she's knocked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a dick. Yeah. And Johnny's like, bro. And he's like, what? I'm j- Okay. And she goes, well, what's he going to do about it? And he goes, oh, so you automatically assume it's mine. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Well, from the way you two treat each other, it does look like you were involved."
1: And the wording he in used. her defense
0: and the wording yeah, he he used. he's like so protective of her yeah, which like is fair. And like in in his defense, like treating people like you love them
1: mm-hmm. is not
0: necessarily it doesn't have to be coincided with like a romantic or sexual thing. So, progressive on his part, we're still dealing with that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real quick, um, I am gonna
1: cut in real quick uh, with something I didn't mention before on my first impression, but this movie is scarily timeless right. um like thirty five years later, everything that they talk about is still super fucking relevant today.
0: It's so deep too,
1: yeah <laughs> um, so it's it's crazy, and it's scary how timeless that movie still is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like people, people yeah. hail it for being timeless, and I don't think they should. But do-
0: like, it really is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I think that's the problem. Like, I think you—that's sh- yeah. not a good thing. You're
0: like, um, you know, maybe those issues shouldn't be <laughs> issues. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a super valid point because, like, this shouldn't be one of the movies that you think of when someone's like having an issue dealing with, mm-hmm. like, oh, well, like. I don't think women should have abortions. And you're like, maybe you should wash your Nancy. It's an easy way to gain a different perspective about the other people around you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess they, like, go back to kind of, like, the, the their little – their place and – baby's still there with them and you know she they're kind of giving they're not really giving her the download she's kind of asking questions mm-hmm. and information is offered up okay. um because i think basically what happens is baby's like oh yeah like i'm super sorry about this like is there some like there's probably something that you can do like i could probably like my dad's a doctor i could get him involved and she's like oh my gosh like how much do you even know about my situation? You don't know about my problems, blah, blah, blah. And then the cousin's like, I told her. And she's like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> Literally stop telling other people, other people's business, my guy. And then she's like, great. Now everybody knows that, like, I got knocked out by Robbie the creep." She's like, oh, my God, Robbie, which now makes her mm. interested because Robbie is dating her sister. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, oh, my God, that guy. We hate this guy. Um, And she's, like, well, like, I mean, I've met Robbie, so maybe if you, like, talk to him and ask him for, like, the money, he would help for it. And she's, like, he knows. And he's not doing shit about it. Yeah. Because he can. And then this kind of is, like, one of the things that shakes up Baby's world. Because she's, like, wait, people don't just do the right thing? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then that cuts to the next day when she's trying to convince Robbie. She's like, Robbie, she's following Robbie around as he's serving with, like, a water pitcher. And this is where the book comes up because she's like, well, don't you think you should do something about it? And he's like, why Mm -hmm. should I be brought down two notches by someone who has most likely banged every dude, like, in this place? Because he obviously doesn't no penny either and then he says there are some people that matter and there are those who don't and then he shows her the fountainhead and goes like Mm -hmm. this is a book you should you should read it i think you'd like it
1: yeah and the fountainhead it's it's basically about um objectivism and essentially, people are using that to to say that they should only worry about themselves and they shouldn't have to worry about other people. And so you get, like, a lot of, like, really selfish and cruel people um, who <laughs> recommend that book, is what it sounds like.
0: <laughs> yeah, so even more reason why we hate Robbie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Especially the fact that he's reading that book and, like... Using it as his mantra in the time of the civil rights movement, like bro, (laughs) like I think people don't necessarily think oftentimes about like what the the sentiments were. Like they kind of forget and they're like, oh, that was like history back then, and it's like, like that's literally the camp that was. It was people that were like, I only need to care about myself because other people should. This is like the whole pull up pull yourself up by your bootstraps thing mm-hmm. like and mentality like that like guys where do you think this came from <laughs> <laughs> like where do you think those arguments began probably when they were trying to convince uh the government that you know black people shouldn't actually be legally considered human beings and citizens mm-hmm. which wasn't that far off from the 60s so like no I don't understand why people think that after the 60s, like racism ended in the 60s. It's like, you guys realize that that was just, like, segregation in schools, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's the only thing that changed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, a lot of stuff didn't happen because um, that president got shot, as did Martin Luther King Jr. (laughs) So, like, I don't know why we keep thinking, like, oh, no. Everybody changed and everyone was super happy about it. Like, No, they were literally assassinated. I feel like I don't need to say more. No. Anyway, back to the movie. History speaks for itself. Unfortunately, history keeps repeating itself. Yeah, that too. (laughs) History can't be any louder. Y'all gotta freaking hear. Okay. (laughs) I don't even remember what we were talking about. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um. Uh, she pours the water like not on him oh, she basically yeah. pours it like, like on his dick
0: yeah she's like I'll get you fired if you don't do the right thing but also don't come near me or my sister ever and then she pours it and makes it look like he let himself
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and then doesn't she just like immediately go to her dad she goes to her dad and asks for money yeah and she asks like, for $250 like, yeah and he, she's like, no, I'm not in trouble, but you always told me that I should do the right thing. Um, which I really like that they keep hammering this idea of, like, this is the thing that you have taught me to do. Like, this is what, this is what you love about me as your daughter. This is the one thing that you pride yourself that has come from you mm-hmm. in. Like, he prides himself in the fact that she has picked that up. From their teachings. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he's like. Like tell me who. And she's like I can't tell you. You just have to trust me. And he's like it's not illegal. Is it? She hesitates and goes no. (laughs) (laughs) She goes no daddy. (laughs) And like you know plays on the innocence factor. That she obviously has with everybody around her. Which is really smart. Mm -hmm. On her part. Um, and he's like oh like obviously that's a dumb question shouldn't have asked that like you're right let me give you the money I'll have it to you before dinner and then she actually ends up giving it to Penny later and Penny's like oh my god you got Robbie to get the money and she's like no he's a dick like he said (laughs) but like here's the money and she's like what he's like and then and then Johnny comes in, he's like, Oh, yeah, it was super easy to go run and ask daddy for money, huh? <laughs> and she's like, Okay, well, like, how'd you know he did that? Because, again, she's innocent. Mm hmm. And, but also, Penny like, does... how
1: come he's being, like, such an asshole? Like, her friend, like, his friend's problems pretty much
0: just got solved.
1: And he's just well, like, and he like, Let me be the Debbie Downer. Yeah.
0: Because, like, Penny is like, Oh, thanks, baby, like, I really appreciate, like, the gesture and the kindness, but, like, I can't, I can't do it. And he's like, dude, take the money. And she's like, no, blah, blah. And then the cousin tells baby that, like, even if they wanted to do the operation, they can only get an appointment for Thursday, and they have a big gig on Thursday, which now leads us to the actual turning point of the film. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So There's, like, the inciting incident, right, which is kind of, like, all that, and now we're at the first real turning point um and they're like yeah like we can't have anyone fill in because like so-and-so is busy and like so-and-so has to fill in for her here so like we're screwed basically and baby (laughs) no actually they're like you can't find somebody else and then he makes a joke about like what are you gonna do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then
1: the cousin looks
0: over and he's like yeah that's
1: a great idea
0: yeah, he says a great line. He says like, "What you want to do? It want to take a break from Simon Says, because like it's the cat skills. That's all they really do is play like child games. But also Simon Says, because up till now in her life she's just been doing whatever people like told her is happening and doing. Yeah. which I thought was a great little line there. Mm-hmm. And then the cousin's like, "Well, I mean, you did see that she like she can move. She's got the moves. And he's like, "She doesn't have not. to teach you all of these steps." <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I feel like she's definitely not a dancer, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I don't And maybe I honestly, having seen this movie so many times, can't tell if Jennifer Gray is like actually a good dancer. She's not. And, like Or like had to like learn how to be a bad dancer for the movie.
1: Um from the Because also she on
0: Dancing with the Stars.
1: I mean that's, that's a that somewhat modern show so I wouldn't be surprised if she learned especially like considering especially with like dirty dancing in her filmography but uh from some of the behind the scenes things that I have like read is uh one of the reasons that Swayze and Grey hated each other was because Swayze was such a professional and (laughs) um Grey wasn't like she didn't do anything like she didn't know anything she didn't want to practice um it was she quite kept
0: literally the little the sequence of him trying to teach her.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And she'd always laugh and like mess up takes, and he's and he just wanted to be like professional and get stuff done, but he's like couldn't.
0: serious right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's ex- you're exactly right. It's that one scene when he's trying to teach her to dance and she just can't take anything seriously and she keeps messing up. <laughs>
0: yeah and then of course you have the iconic things in her cut to make it seem like she does in fact care as baby and not jennifer gray where she's practicing on her own with the Mm -hmm. stairs behind her so cute uh and this is also where in that scene is when you kind of start to notice that she like i think she literally is wearing a dress in the beginning of that sequence from like doing the doing the practices um and as they cross the bridge it you know it kind of you see the bridge shot a lot because of course it's showing the passing of time and as you see those you see like oh she's wearing shorts oh she's wearing like brighter colors oh she's like putting on makeup like she stops literally like to put lipstick on um and then of course and the last time that you see her there she's dancing like you know, sexy, professional, confident, super cool. I think she also wears less clothing too. I like can't she, remember
1: that specifically. She like
0: <laughs> wears like the tights for like dancing and stuff, but like I can you can, I guess, attribute that to the fact that they're like treating her like an actual person instead of a child. I'm not sure if that was the point, because it could also just be because it's convenient for having to dance. <laughs> yeah um yeah so then you know they're finally at the point where like they've got the steps down pretty much they're practicing the final thing she like messes up the the like weird double dip thing that they do and then Mm. he's like oh my god what are you trying to do kill me and she's like yeah obviously i'm trying to kill you because like i'm dropping everything that i could be doing on my summer vacation to help you out doing something that i literally don't know how to do Like, we have literally two days and like, yeah, I kind of want to drop you on your ass. (laughs) And he's like, you know what? We'll just get out of here because we both need that. So they decide to leave and he breaks into his own car.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for someone who um, who later complains about like how how much he struggles, uh, like that's got to that's got to be a pretty hefty bill he just created for himself.
0: Yeah, but I mean, what else was he going to do? He needs the car. There was just no reason for him
1: to have locked his keys in the car. Like, it didn't change <laughs> there anything. ever a reason to have no.
0: locked your keys in the car? <laughs>
1: no. But I mean, it, like, like, story-wise, plot-wise, it changes nothing if his keys were locked in the car or not.
0: Yeah. So now they're outside, and they're, like, going to learn the lifts. And he's like, all right, I'm going to lift you. Like, you got to jump. And they keep doing that. And they're like, you know... The best place to do it is in the water. Which apparently was hell to film because it was freezing. Mm-hmm. And they had to do it in only certain times like of the day because they didn't want to be that movie that has the movie in the summer. But in the water scene, you can see their breath in the air. Oh. Eh because that happens in movies yeah. but they were like we don't want to do that so they would shoot it at certain times so that they wouldn't get that like effect on camera fun fact um, then I think they end the day at the log I think so yeah because that's,
1: that's when he tells her how he got into dancing
0: yeah I was like that's when I was like this, li- this led somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, so how did you get into dancing? He's like, oh, like, they taught us how to do all the stuff. And I was like, this sounds fun. Let me do it. hmm And I think this also is where he kind of starts to mention, like, how he gets taken advantage of. I can't remember, but there's, like, a line about, like, yeah, like, these women and they're, like, super rich. And they're just, like, shoving, like... I think Lend that comes later,
1: because I yeah that I part wanted... comes later. Yeah,
0: he says something. I just can't remember what it is. Doesn't matter. Is there uh, I think it was about his.
1: This? I think it it might have been about how the day before he eats juju's, and then he gets here and he's eating diamonds.
0: So I think that's oh, yeah. where you learn like, and it can drop in a second.
1: Yeah, how he's really struggling and how he needs to win the competition so that he Mm -hmm. can come back next summer and keep the cushy job. Like important.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's right. I can't really remember exactly what happens after this. I just remember basically the next big plot point is her and Baby and Penny are outside or in a dressing room. Yeah, they're, like, in a dressing room or something. She's like, you got this. And then, like, they walk out and they run into the old woman. And there's just, like, a bunch of stuff that falls out of her purse. And you're like, okay, weird. And she's like, oh, so much junk. You know, the first time I, I went to this dance school on Avenue B, blah, blah, blah. Mm. That's where I went. And then, like, her old husband comes out and they like, leave. And they're like, oh, such a cute old couple. And, you know, they go about their business. <laughs> Which is an important thing. That we find out later. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know what happens after this. What happens uh, after that? After
1: that? Well, because basically they were like doing a fitting for the dress, right? Or she was putting
0: stage makeup yeah. on
1: her. So then oh. the next scene I think well, is... Well, there's
0: the... a nice scene between the two of them. Oh. I,
1: like I, I don't want to be like
0: the person that says it's not important, but is it? Yeah, yeah, because when they're talking about it, she thanks her for, like, all of her help and everything that she's doing because she's like, people in your position don't have to do this, but your instinct is just to do this, Yeah, and I've never experienced that before, which is, like, huge for her, mm. and it also makes it, like, kind of solidifies, like, their friendship now outside of, like, Johnny. Because later she ends up dating Johnny, but yeah. she is friends in her own right with Penny. Outside yeah. of that, yeah. Um, so that's what that scene was. I meant in between that scene and the next. Oh no, I don't think so. Okay, so we they basically they go to the dance and they do the dance. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't <laughs> but they do, don't the don't lift. do the lift, <laughs> which is sad. But they're also like, as she plays it off honestly horribly yeah yeah i was like she should have just jumped and like not extended my god that's so embarrassing she went and did the thumb dance thing Mm -hmm. that they do in like the brady bunch (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh my god and he's like oh my god turn around what are you doing (laughs) but he did great do we ever find out
1: how like if they won
0: I don't know but as they're dancing she sees the old woman again and she's like what Mm -hmm. is she doing here Mm -hmm. but she doesn't like think much of it you know and then she like you know just continues dancing and basically at the end of it they're like back in the car going home and they're like hey we did it yeah (laughs) and she's changing and and he's peeking yeah and she lets him and he's like, no, seriously, you did great. She's like, eh, I didn't do the thing. And he's like, no, but, like, seriously, you did so good. And then they're just, like, awkwardly lie. <laughs> in silence. Because tension. Yeah. And then they finally get out of the car, and they're back home, and then everything breaks loose because Johnny's cousin comes up to running to them and is like, yo, it's Penny. you got to get here fast. And so they, like, go to Penny, and Penny's, like, literally, like, dying. Mm-hmm. Curled up. I think people forget that, like, you can die from abortions. Yeah. Like, that's especially like thing. back alley abortions. Especially, and like before they were like medical procedures, like when they were done, like it was very common for a woman to die.
1: Mm hmm.
0: After that, like just mm-hmm. from bleeding. Um, so she's literally like very much about to die um and in pain and covered in blood like, yeah, which i was surprised like, they did yeah and the guy's like i swear i tried to get in there like i really tried like and baby's like i thought you said it was like a legal thing and he's like dude this guy had a knife and a folding table <laughs> like a dirty yeah. knife and a folding table and everyone's like oh my god like that's disgusting and so dangerous oh my gosh like and they paid the guy and like he has the money and like she could die and so baby makes a decision to go and get her father
1: who had and his medical supplies is. yeah
0: in a bag yeah she I, 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I just like I like I understand for like plot reasons why he has it but like he's a doctor on yeah, vacation like, why, <laughs> why did he bring all of his medical supplies like like he like he brought morphine
0: (laughs) is there a doctor in the house (laughs) just in case just in case um no yeah so that's how he finds out that basically the money that he gave to baby was given to someone that he doesn't know nor does he have a good opinion of because now he knows that this person that was given the money uh went to use it for an illegal activity and also an abortion, which meant that she got pregnant outside of wedlock. It's just like a really big deal in this time and most times actually. Mm-hmm. Still today this is like a weird mm-hmm. thing. Um, yeah, so basically like he tells baby he's like, she'll be fine. I don't trust you. You lied to me. I'm disappointed in you. Um, don't, I don't ever want talk to these people out. again. Yeah. And she's kind of like, wait a second. Like, yeah, I lied to you, but also what does that have to do with seeing these people again? <laughs> well, because it's... I, uh... Well, not like in a literal question, but like yeah. in the kind of like, okay, that doesn't line up with the whole do the right thing and everybody deserves a fair chance thing that you've always taught me. uh." her her light bulb was kind of going off like mm-hmm. is my father wrong? <laughs> yeah. Is my father not the hero i have thought him to be my entire life? And so yes. that kind of yes. starts another big conflict cuz then i think he just doesn't talk to her. <laughs> no, he freezes her out. He like literally gives her the silent treatment which mm-hmm. is stupid. To which she the rest of the family over, picks
1: up on like immediately,
0: yeah, and like they start talking like the the one sister's like, you're just mad that you're not his favorite anymore, like he talks to me now and he actually listens when I talk, like you're just mad you're not his little girl anymore,
1: who was, is her sister like the older or the younger sister? I'm assuming the older sister' baby's yeah she's older. baby, yeah okay she's also curious. stupid
0: in my opinion but yeah
1: <laughs> yeah well she's she's very like um i'd probably like call it like what 50 60s vapid like it's a very like it's a specific type of
0: vapid yeah like she's not shallow she's just ditzy materialistic i guess Mm. better word yeah and somehow she's still dating Robbie through all of this that yeah. gets brought up later but yeah so baby uh, decides not to listen to her dad and goes into- <laughs> and sees how um, Penny's doing and talks to Johnny and Johnny's like dude your dad that was so cool what he did like, and so like now Johnny's kind of got this like hero version of her dad in his head too and she's like well like you're just as good like obviously you're not a doctor but like you're a great guy and he's like no people think i'm nothing because i am nothing and she's like excuse me and <laughs> <laughs> let That's me correct ridiculous. that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like you How dare such you talk bad guy. about the person i love. <laughs> exactly. Is that when they come up with the, is that the line when she says the, the, like, I think this is the line, actually, Hmm. where she's like, you're really cool, blah, 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 and he's like, yeah, but, like, people like me don't do, no, it's later, never mind. This one is, like, people like me don't get these chances, and this is where he tells her about, like, explicitly how he's like paid to like have sex with these women
1: (laughs) okay once again i've only seen the movie once but i thought that was after they slept together because like they slept together and then it's the morning and they're kind of having like pillow talk and she's just like do you do this a lot and then he gets really (laughs) offended because like he was just like super vulnerable with her and she's just kind of like, oh, you just you're vulnerable with everyone. Like she makes light of it. And it's it seems to be like the first time he's ever done this with someone. So it means a lot to him. And yeah. then that's where he shares the fact that women just take advantage of him and use him. And he's a Maybe thing, not a person. And she's starting to treat is, him then. that
0: way too. The part where she goes, like I don't know why it seems like this would come later, but maybe it is the part where she, like, admits that she, like, likes him. You just watched she says it too like... many times. I know. <laughs> 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 she says, like, because um... they're, like, kind of, like, arguing about, like, his worth and, like, stuff like that. And, like, people like you, people like me, blah, blah, blah. And then I think she says something like, well, I'm, like, super scared that I'm going to go out yeah. and, like, live my life and I'm never going to feel mm-hmm. the way I feel like mm-hmm. I do when I'm with you. <laughs> and he shuts up and he's like, "Okay, fuck." Yeah. And then I don't. They just kind of progress naturally from there. Maybe they do sleep together after that. I don't know. Yeah, they do. Is that when that happens?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I know we did skip one scene. Um, I think it might have been like right before this. Uh, but it's daytime and. Baby's checking up on Penny, and Penny's just, like, super, super grateful, Um, and then she, like, clocks that the two of them, that Swayze and um, Baby and Johnny really like each other. Oh, wait, no, maybe that's after they sleep together. I think it's after. Okay, never mind. So maybe they sleep
0: together. Yeah. And then it's the morning, and then it's the thing that you said, Mm -hmm. and then it's them both visiting Penny.
1: (laughs) Yeah we got this
0: (laughs) we're putting it together Um, I'm sorry I rely on you for the notes yeah except my notes are out of order (laughs) but that's fine because like they're they're, like together kind of but like not really Penny's like yeah thank you so much for this and then she's like also he's like super protective of people so like Mm -hmm. you know there's certain things that like he has that like He's been scarred by life, Mm -hmm. and you are innocent baby, so there might be a disconnect there. So just like be careful. Um.
1: You know what I want to know, like his backstory, like that interested, that really interested me throughout the whole film, was like how protective he is of everybody. Like once he claims you as his, like he's ride or die there for you like he's got your back no matter what like his cousin penny baby um (laughs) and like i just like i like obviously like everybody can be like that and there are people who are just naturally like that but like he takes it to the extreme he's Um, giving much
0: dairy vibes from the outsiders (laughs) uh, which is who he plays in the movie of the outsiders did you not read the book either
1: it depends. Describe it to me.
0: Greasers, socias. Oh my god, Whitney. Have you not read my favorite book?
1: No, I guess not. I've heard of it, probably because of you.
0: I'm shocked. Oh. You'll have Whitney, to lend it to you me. Have to watch, you, have to, you have to read it. <laughs> it's short, it's okay. not super long. You could probably read it in like, like if you were really into it, you could read it in a day. Mm Okay. Really it's not very long. Okay. I can lend it to you. Oh my god, I can't believe you have <laughs> it. It's another really good 80s movie that features um Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, okay. Ralph Macchio, Emilio. It features all of them. And then, hmm. and then uh, it has a Stevie Wonder song in the soundtrack. It's really good. Ooh. They made a director's cut and they released it on hbo max oh i wonder if we could do that one for the podcast because technically like she wrote it yeah because like the books written by a woman i just don't like and she was on set oh i
1: thought i meant the screenplay
0: i just don't remember if she was actually like given writing credit for that or not
1: hold on let me let me google this
0: (laughs) in the middle of this podcast while you're doing that, I'm gonna go check on these brownies. I fucked up on these brownies, yo.
1: <laughs> what happened?
0: <laughs> Why are they so crunchy? It's fine. They still taste good. They're just a little hard. <laughs> <laughs> Back to this movie. <laughs> I don't even remember where we are in the movie.
1: Um, they slept together. Uh, Penny warns johnny off of um baby because he cares too much and she's just a rich girl who's going to go home at the end of summer um and he tries to he tries to stay away but like pen or uh, not penny um baby all she has to do really is like bat her eyes at him show up yeah basically
0: appears (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: and um now they're like helplessly falling in love and it's cute and it's adorable and it's the things that dreams are made of until they see
0: oh I know what happens mm-hmm. <laughs> it goes from them being with a what's her face, Penny all that cute stuff mm-hmm. Your his warning tries to stay away they're doing their like lessons during their lessons, Mm. hotel guy comes in looking for Johnny, realizes, Mm -hmm. oh, she's taking lessons. Make sure you get what you paid for. A bunch of like backhanded comments.
1: Okay, hold on. Okay. So theoretically, hotel guy and baby are like
0: are supposed to be dating.
1: Yeah, they're supposed to be dating.
0: Or they're they're courting. They're courting. courting. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: they're courting and he treats her like staff and we already yeah. know that like he doesn't treat staff well. And like, we can see that he doesn't treat her well either, but like the oh, fact yeah. that he's just like, Oh, by the way, I need you for, or I need you working on props. He does mention this. Uh, cause after <laughs> the morning after the dad helps Penny, he tries to leave, but then hotel guy does come back and he's like, no, you have to stay because I need baby. So you're not allowed to leave essentially. Um, <laughs> I mean, there was more to it than that, but, like, that was kind of the main point. Um, Mm -hmm. And he reiterates during the the private lesson scene um, that he needs her help and, like, doesn't let her say no or say, like, I have plans or anything. He's just like, hey, you have to get to work, like, one of my staff. And just uses her as free labor, assuming that that's supposed to impress her. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And this is the part where he is like, oh, Johnny, I have a great idea. And Johnny's like, yo, dude, I've been so excited about having new ideas and fresh stuff. I've been working with, like, a lot of the staff actually on, like, new stuff that we could totally use here and, like, teach other people blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, you're getting far too excited. Um, (laughs) No, I just meant, like, you guys (laughs) do the mambo and I want to do the (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm pachanga. And then Johnny just kind of has to sit there and be like, okay, fine. Whatever. Because you pay my bills and I want to keep this job to which then afterwards of course he complains and is like what is he says like oh he's so stupid new he wouldn't know a new idea if it hit him in the changa yeah (laughs) (laughs) good old ladies movies man Mm -hmm. and then baby's like well like why don't you like tell him your ideas and stuff and he's just like and stand up to the boss man like he pays my bills all that stuff he won't listen to me then make them listen fight harder Mm -hmm. and then he's like fight harder like i don't think i can do that but then they like have to stop because they see baby's dad and sister and robbie and they're like oh crap like let's hide make sure they don't see us and then it's a really awkward silence of
1: i no, i think it's i think it's baby specifically who makes them hide. oh yeah it's it is yeah baby
0: because then he gets up and he's like, fight harder, huh? I don't see you fighting or running off to dad telling him I'm your guy. Don't yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And she's kind of like, okay, but like it's different with like me and my dad. And he's like, mm, I don't know, baby. It really isn't.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, because now he's getting war flashbacks of all the women who used him.
0: Yeah. And... You know, they kind of break up real fast. Mm-hmm. It's a weird disagreement, but yeah. Which then prompts, Is it you know, weird? No, like, it's weird for them. Oh, okay. Like, they have a weird, like, they're in a weird space. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. each other. Okay. Because <laughs> they, like, don't break up. They just are, like, in a fight, I guess. Yeah. And then... Oh, you know what it is? It's the, the, is it the next day? I think it is the next day. The next day they're, like, working on the props and he's, like, going over stuff and um, the one lady is like, hey, like, it's our last day here. Uh, I've got something special, like, planned. And, like, baby sees, but then she pretends not to see and he, like, glances at baby, but she, like, looks away and then he like has to go over to the table because they like, call him over and he's like hey man like it's our last day here you've been treating my wife well give her some extra lessons and like hands him a lot of cash and he's like i'm actually like really busy so i can't really do extra lessons uh, i wouldn't feel right to take the money and he gives money back which is like oh my god because he knows he's worth more no <laughs> And he's exercising that right. Oh my god, it's so gorgeous. Yeah. Um, Which then prompts Baby later to confront her dad about the silent treatment she's been giving. And she's like, look, I... She goes like, look, I'm sorry I lied to you, but like, you lied to me too. Okay. (laughs) Actually, it's... Oh god, I want to read it. I wish I had it pulled up. She, She goes... I'm sorry I lied to you, but you lied to me too. You taught me that, like, everybody was alike and deserved a fair chance. Um, But what you really meant was that everyone like you deserves that. And, Mm -hmm. like, I disagree. Um, So, like, I'm sorry I lied to you. But, and basically kind of tells her dad, like, no, like, you can be disappointed in me, but I also get to be disappointed in you. Mm. And then she says, like, but if you love someone, you accept all of the things. This is crazy because this speech is generally the speech that's, like, the the like big speech between the couple. Of, like, no, but I love you, blah, blah, blah. But it's fun because it's actually between, like, it's the relationship between her and her dad of being, like, I've put you on a pedestal my entire life. Uh You've always been, like, the perfect, like, person, like, hero in my head. And I'm learning that, like, you're just as human as everyone else. Mm -hmm. And she literally tells him, like, she says... If you love a person you have to have you have to love all of them and I love you. And then she starts like kinda crying, and mm-hmm. I think so does he. <laughs> and it's kinda gorgeous because it's like if I can accept that my father is this perfect person, then you also have to accept that I, your daughter, am also a person and will make mistakes, but also has to be given like the chance to learn those lessons Mm -hmm. um and she's like i'm part of this family too so either figure it out (laughs) like you're you're gonna have to talk to me at some point you know (laughs) um there's i really love that scene
1: yeah there's um when i was doing research um after i watched everything uh there's a scene that i guess it's like a secret scene um with the with baby and her mom i don't know if you've seen it but um i guess it's like on some like some versions of the film Mm -hmm. but it's not on others depending on like how you're watching it um but uh penny is like sulking um and i think it's probably about here in the movie is where i would maybe mentally place it um or maybe it's like right after when the dad tried to leave um after he helped penny but um it was definitely after the sometime after the dad forbids her from from seeing Johnny but the mom confronts baby and says like hey you know like you need to respect your dad you need to listen to him he like he he knows what's best um and like right now you're just a kid and you're growing up and I know you're not going to believe me, but, like, I've been where you are before. And, like, immediately ba- Baby just, like, scoffs. And she's like, no, you haven't. And the mom's like, no, I have. You need to listen to me. Like, I know. Like, your dad's not the first person I ever loved. And, like, Baby looks at her, like, shocked. And just, like, how <laughs> dare you love anyone else other than Dad? <laughs> and I did I, – I laughed at that because, like – because, like, why wouldn't she have loved someone before her dad? Um <laughs> But, uh, she's like, yeah, there was, you know, there was, I loved someone else before him and, um, I wasn't al- I, I think it was something along the lines of like, I wasn't allowed to see him or we weren't allowed to be together and it broke my heart. Um, so I know what you're feeling and I know like you think the world is against you, but, um, it's not, you're going to get over it and we're here and we will always be here for you. And so it was a really nice and touching mother daughter scene that I think um should have been left in in the movie yeah. cuz like you don't really you don't know anything about the mom in this movie i yeah. think she's probably going to be like the one character that you just don't know anything about who is like a fairly like main like not she's not a main character but she's like a she is within the main cast i would say
0: yeah and you don't say, like, know anything about listed-wise. her because mm. like her actress is also fairly popular,
1: yeah well there was some character shuffling because someone got sick and I think she was one of the characters got that got shuffled so I think she mm. was supposed to play someone else hmm. um yeah
0: I forgot a huge part of the movie which is that in between confronting her dad <laughs> and Johnny turning down the money is that Johnny gets accused for stealing.
1: Oh, no, no. I thought that (laughs) was after.
0: No, no. Because she has to confront her dad about it because that's when she tells him, like, she essentially is like, he couldn't have done it because I was with him that night.
1: Huh.
0: I was with him and you told me, like, that I shouldn't be seeing them at all. And I've been lying to you about that because basically he gets accused and they're like, Oh, we're going to fire him. He's out. And she's like, you can't do that. Like you haven't even like tried looking for who it could actually be. Like he didn't do it. That's wrong. You can't just fire him because you think that he fits like Mm -hmm. whatever version of a person you think would like steal things. And that's when she kind of puts two and two together about the, the old couple And tells them, you know what, check out the old couple. They've got, like, a lot of really weird stuff. And also I've seen them around at, at, like, other places. And then that's kind of, like, when they make up again. Because then Johnny's like, no one's ever done that for me before. Like, it's after the dad, so I'm sorry.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So... (laughs) I think we're so, on the same timeline, but the way that I Johnny have it in my Johnny turns down head, money, yeah,
0: and then he's accused for stealing. No, so the and way then-
1: that <laughs> I remember it is he turns down the money, right? And then mm-hmm. the and then the sister goes to Robbie's place to sleep with Robbie, and then sees that the uh, bungalow bunny is already sleeping with Robbie, so she runs away because you know her her heart is now shattered. And the Uh next morning, when the bungalow bunny is leaving Robbie's place, he sees the two of them. Um,
0: Yeah, he sees Baby and... Baby...
1: uh, Johnny. (laughs) Baby and Johnny. Johnny. (laughs) And she gets jealous because he... He says, oh, I
0: chose the wrong sister.
1: No, 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 no. Uh, The bungalow bunny gets jealous of Baby because Baby got Johnny and mm-hmm. she wanted Johnny and then he gets accused of stealing right and the way that i read that was that she was feeling slighted the bungalow bunny was feeling slighted yeah. so when sh- her wallet showed up missing she immediately accused him
0: yeah and they and they were like oh he's out and didn't even yeah. like look into the situation yeah and then baby's like well it couldn't have been him because i was with him that night the whole mm-hmm. night so I would know. And then dad's like, I can't believe you did this. But then she's, like, totally right and actually tells them about the old people. And the old people are, like, Bonnie and Clyde all over the country. Yeah. <laughs> um. But then she's... And so, like, she goes to, like, him, to Robbie. And Robbie's like, yeah, no one's ever done that for me before. That's kind of crazy. Like, I Johnny, do that. Like, I yeah. obviously could care about people, but I didn't think that anybody really would care about me that way. And so, like, I don't know. I just feel kind of great because you just, you did that. And Mm -hmm. you basically, like at this point now they're kind of switching roles because he's kind of like well you've given me like hope in people again Mm -hmm. and she's like well I've lost it because they're still fucking firing you yeah (laughs) and like they're kind of like sad he's like sad because he's like well I don't want you to like lose that but like at the same time it's true and so they're like okay well I guess he's like leaving and that's gonna be that but he's gonna leave before the dance and it really sucks and he doesn't like get to stay for that, and it's really sad. And I she like does her all main stuff.
1: concern. One of her main concerns is that she doesn't get one last dance with him. <laughs> like I, well, obviously yeah, it's like she the has, final dance. Yeah, it's just like like, like, it's like she a big has, thing
0: even for the the resort slash hotel thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's got like these really great concerns, and oh, by the way, <laughs> here's like the silly little thing that I was like banking on.
0: A <laughs> big hurrah hmm yeah and so it's kind of like sad and then i forget exactly what happens but basically like the big day comes and he's gone but he comes back for the dance and they're like sitting at the table and it's the iconic line that he really, really hated and didn't want to say, which is nobody puts baby in a corner because she's sitting there with her family. He didn't and she's want to literally say that. sitting in a corner. Yeah, he didn't want to say it because she's literally not in a corner.
1: It's also a stupid ass line. It is. Like he I honestly off, I don't think so. Like it's a stupid ass I mean, line you, because like
0: it, I don't know why it's an iconic line. People are like, Oh my god, nobody puts yeah, baby in a corner. That's why and I don't I'm like, like why that's is that why I, the I don't line like y'all like remembered?
1: it. Like when when that line finally came on the screen I'm just kind of like, what is this? Like this, why is this so famous?
0: It's not that good of a line. <laughs> it's really not.
1: I was upset. I was so upset at like the big reveal of that line.
0: Like that was the line, really? There's so many other lines that I have literally quoted that mm-hmm. are so much better. Mm-hmm. I'm scared that I'm gonna leave here and live my life and spend the rest of my days never feeling the way I feel like I do when I'm with you. Like, that's a come good on, line. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna tell me to no, put his baby in a corner it's better than that. <laughs> there's just not even a corner. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think I they don't actually know. say something. They say something about the fact that it doesn't make sense and that there's literally no corner. And I think it was like there was a set change or something oh. and like but they were like well we have to keep the line for some reason they're like shouldn't we just scrap the line they're like just say the line and they were like but it doesn't really work anymore but they kept the line anyway <laughs>
1: just do <stupid> that <laughs> she's outline. like it
0: doesn't make any sense there isn't even a corner
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but yeah so he shows up does a dance and he's like I can't leave without saying a big hurrah goodbye and be like, do the dance, and it's really precious. Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody dances on the dance floor, and then you have the... They're not even narrators? I don't really know who these guys are, but you have the black guy and you have the the Jewish guy. Oh, I thought it was like the
1: hotel manager and like his
0: friend. I don't know, but... (laughs) That's funny. You're like, hotel manager, friend. I'm like, black guy, Jewish guy. Because <laughs> they're talking about, like, it's the 60s. And yeah. so they're talking about, like, the war when we had nothing, the depression. Yeah, Or it's just the war when we had no meat, the depression when we had nothing. And now it just feels like it's all slipping away. Like, how do we, like, what's the next thing that's how do like we coming keep, out?
1: Yeah, how do we keep the kids interested in coming here? That's why I thought it was a hotel yeah, how guy. how do we stay relevant? Yeah.
0: Which... Yeah. And so I just assumed the black guy. guy
1: was his, like, friend-slash-business partner. That's also when I Maybe. thought it was in the 80s. Yeah,
0: because they have, like, an actual relationship. Yeah. Of, like, friendship, and, like, it's not segregated, which is, like, important. hmm Especially when you know that it's set during... Yeah. <laughs> like, the civil rights movement. <laughs> well, when you get then, more like, of a background. They, yeah, yeah. And, like, their whole thing, like, just the fact that he's there is, like, a big deal. And I think originally in the movie they wanted it to be even more of, like, a thing. But mm-hmm. they just, you know, studios.
1: It, it did. Like, okay, so now having, like, the, the, um, the setting of the film mm-hmm. um, and, like, knowing the relevant history of that time... It feels like the um the black guy should have been a bigger part of the film and he just got cut away until that's the one scene they couldn't cut him from.
0: That's most likely what happened. Hmm. Cuz I do remember like part of the the interview from that episode of mm-hmm. the movies that made us thing was them talking about like yeah we wanted it to be a lot more involved in that but because of all the like they were like you can't have both this and an abortion <laughs> like they ended up having to restrict it
1: rude let's get a director's yeah. cut
0: would love that <laughs> like, yeah that'd be dope so, yeah, they're talking about how they're like, how do we stay relevant again? Uh, you know, they've done their big dance. Everybody's on the dance floor dan- dancing. And they make a point to show that on the dance floor, it is desegregated. There are black people. There are white people. There are young people. And there are old people. And then also they have a scene where two ladies start dancing with each other.
1: Oh, yeah. Who
0: do not, who are not accompanied by men. Yeah. Which I think is a wink. Hmm. I agree. Um, I clock that for sure. I was like, "Ooh, great, my lesbians. We love, we love to see <laughs> it. Slay." Um. So yeah, and the movie ends, and it's a happy, happy ending, kind of a deal. They have their hopes and dreams for the future, but you live in the now. You do what you can. Oh, also, the dad apologizes
1: oh no yeah the dad the um he finds out who (laughs) robbie is no okay i did want to talk about that robbie fucking
0: money yeah that's what i wanted to talk about my guy
1: it's well i like that he takes the money back yeah you mentioned it earlier right where it's the era where everyone's like pull yourself up by the bootstraps and then Mm -hmm. he just gives a fucking handout to this creep which he then takes away, but it's just like
0: like this isn't the oh, first. But he's movie. a white fancy creep.
1: I know, <laughs> but like this isn't the first. This isn't the first movie to where like these two essentially random strangers meet each other fairly briefly, have like a brief connection, and then the more rich and successful one just gives the younger one. Money to go do whatever is relevant within their storyline, like but they how- do that
0: because they're like, oh well, he's got a real job. He's trying really hard. He's got Robbie? a future ahead of him. Okay, yeah, because he has like yeah. a real job. Yeah, no, 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 no. I get,
1: I get, I get why they do it. I oh, want to know okay. is like, did that happen in real life? Like, is that why it's so prevalent in all these movies? Because, oh, yeah.
0: Like what?
1: So you mean I missed the era where I could just form a brief connection with someone and then have them give me free money because I have a promising future? Like Not what? You, you're a woman. Uh, they'll set me up with <laughs> a rich son, whatever. <laughs> <They> <laughs> <couldn't> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry to say, <laughs> no, you did not miss it. But era just did not exist ever. For us. <laughs> not for us. But for white men in rich communities, yeah, very much a thing. Remember Trump? Yeah. My dad yeah. My first loan of a million dollars. Okay, but it's
1: still, like, those guys were, like, family. What? Right? I'm talking, like, <sighs> strangers. Like, Mr. Houseman and Robbie. Like, like, did that shit well, yeah. happen? Like, who, yeah, who the fuck just gives someone else like a free money? Thing?
0: Like, the the whole cat like vibe is like networking. Like, you meet other rich people that are here, and you meet like the young pr- prospective. Like, you get the job as a person that like has like they Do don't you know hire you like? in those positions unless you like have a good like track record. Basically, it so, like, felt okay, like a bribe it comes to date from a good family. Daughter comes from a good school i mean it basically is they're like you guys should be a match it's like a matchmaking thing Mm -hmm. so they're like everybody should like be hanging out like you know meet the parents get involved with the family so that you can yeah yourself okay okay fine that makes sense but that's specific to this yeah movie and cat, and like the cat skills I think it, I don't know. I still want a random stranger to give me money to boost my career. Honestly, same. Like, (laughs) hello? That that happens. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying. We have a podcast and like a lot of of stuff that Mm. would, you know, show that we would be a good investment. I agree. Anyway, so the dad is like, hey, here's some money for Harvard. And he goes, hey, thanks for this. Also, thanks for helping out with the penny situation. And the dad's like, huh? And he goes, yeah, you know, sometimes, oh my God, he said the worst thing. It literally pissed me off so much. He goes like, yeah, you know, sometimes like women like that and like when you're in that position, like they'll just blame it on the first guy. Like they happen by. And the guy's like, what the fuck, dude? He literally snatches the money back, which I love, mm-hmm. and then he goes immediately to Johnny and is like, "I found out who really was responsible for it. I was wrong, and when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong."
1: But he never apologized. Like, like he like he he apologized in every word, but saying the word, which I think was a big cop out for like as progressive yeah. as the film has been up to this point. Yeah, for even just. Just just a little, I'm sorry, I think would have gone a long way.
0: What does Johnny say in response? Because he also no says clue. something about, like, your daughter's great and you should treat her as such or something like that.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: And now the movie's over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now that everything's been wrapped up.
0: Now that we've done all of that. <laughs> mm. Now we get to play FMF.
1: Yes. Uh, who would you choose?
0: I'm trying uh, to think. The, the three characters. Three guys.
1: Johnny, Cousin, Robbie. Or we could do Johnny, Hotel Guy, Cousin. If we don't want to do Robbie. Because also forget Robbie. Um, I also want to know. just as bad as
0: Robbie. Hotel Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Neil. His name's Neil. Hotel guy is Neil. Um, Don't know what the cousin's name is. Can't be Johnny because that's the main guy. <laughs> Do you think it could be Billy? Sure. Why not? <laughs> okay.
1: I think it's Billy.
0: Okay. Or Lonnie. We...
1: No, sorry, Neil. It's either no, Billy Neil's or the Neil hotel guy. Oh, okay.
0: So it's Billy. Billy sounds like it would be the character of like the best friend, you know. Mm-hmm. Because normally I feel like it's Johnny, but like it can't be Johnny because Johnny's the band guy this time. You know, in the eighties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> Billy. <laughs> i do Billy, uh, Johnny, Robbie.
1: Billy, Johnny, Robbie. Okay. Okay.
0: Or we can make it really interesting and do Johnny, Robbie, Neil. Johnny, Robbie, Neil. Ooh,
1: why don't we just do both? <laughs> Cause, 'Cause you two, got
0: two sets of FMF. Yeah, because well, you, got, feel like like the you got one's the good like set and the bad set. What? But like the good set's like far too obvious who you would choose. You're like, obviously I'm gonna marry Johnny, I'm gonna fuck ho- uh, cousin, and then mm-hmm. I'm friend zone the evil one.
1: Oh. I'd marry Billy, fuck Johnny and then friend zone Neil. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But if it was... Robbie, Neil, Johnny...
1: Yeah. Still I marry would... Johnny. I wouldn't. I wouldn't marry Johnny. What? I don't know. I, like... Which not would you marry? Okay, 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 okay. Hot take... <laughs> Hot take,
0: probably Neil because he's rich. Patrick Swayze doesn't right? do
1: anything for me.
0: That's so fine. in the movie. So he's I would, nice and respectful.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> Compared
0: he to was Robbie and a Neil,
1: dick in the first half of the movie. Like he was a good guy, but he was a dick.
0: He was a dick, but he wasn't like a douchebag.
1: Nah, okay, no, but listen, listen to this. Sorry, wait, you. Like finish. at least he was
0: real. That's fair. Oh, I was like, marry Johnny. Uh, probably. Probably fuck Robbie. Uh huh. Friendzone Neil. Friendzone Neil.
1: Yeah. Okay. I would. I would friendzone Robbie, cause he's an asshole. I don't want anything to do with him. I would. Fuck Johnny. Cause we know he's passionate. Um <laughs> Uh and then what's his name? Billy. Oh no. Uh who are we doing? Neil. Neil. Um I would, would marry, marry Neil? I would marry Neil. I would be the trophy wife. Cause you know, like when he has that whole weird
0: it's true.
1: when he has that weird um moment when he's like you really see things you don't want to see when you work at a hotel right when you had that (laughs) weird moment like i'm just like at that moment like i made a note to myself i'm like oh he definitely has sneaky links like, he... Dude, and
0: the way he tells he tells baby he goes, make sure you're getting what you're paying for. And yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> you're just okay with this?
1: You know he's sneaking around. You know he's sneaking around, right? So I'd marry him. I'd know that he's gonna be cheating on me, right? But I've got that prenup, and so <laughs> at any point, if he divorces, half of everything <laughs> he has has is mine. Like <laughs> I'm thinking this through. I'll be the trophy
0: at wife. At least modern day. <laughs> Cause were you allowed mm. to have a prenup in the fifth in the sixties? I don't know. Probably not. I really doubt it. Cause you weren't allowed to have your own credit card as a woman. That's fair.
1: I'd still be the trophy wife. He can do whatever the fuck he wants as long as I get pampered. Also get to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's <laughs> gotta go both ways. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. Well, then, like, what would you rate this movie overall? Oh, an
1: eight or
0: a nine out of 10. Yeah, I was probably going to say the same thing. So I was like, I watch it a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't watch it a lot, but I think about watching it a lot.
1: Yeah, I'll probably give it an eight because I th- I'll think about watching it, rewatching it a lot. But I don't think I actually will, and not in like a bad way. Just I, there are other movies that I
0: yeah, it's just like you would know what prioritize. Happens. Yeah, <laughs> it's more of like a nostalgic thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, and like even when I do watch it, sometimes I don't really watch it. It's just on to keep me company.
1: Yeah, I would do that. I would. I would <laughs> it's definitely an do emotional that with this support
0: film. movie, <laughs> but it's like a good one because it's actually very well written and. Uh huh very well made it's so there's some very meaningful
1: yeah there there are definitely some films that we review um and when i'm re-watching it for the podcast i'll specifically put it on in the background even if it's the first time i'm watching it um i've, I've done that with a lot of the films we've done um just because like it's it's hard for me to now just sit down and like just watch a movie um but then this one started and pretty quickly, I realized I had no idea what the movie was going to be about. And then it kept <laughs> me engaged enough to every time that I started getting di- distracted, I actually paused this film because I didn't want to miss no, anything. No, I did
0: too. I, I put it on and then I was like, oh, I have to like go get something like from my car. And I mm-hmm. paused the movie mm-hmm. before I left the house and come back. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, that's a testament, because there are films and, like, TV shows where I'm just like, I don't care. Like, if I miss something, I miss something, I'll figure it out later, you know? And yeah. I'll just, like, leave and, like, come back to it. Or, like, I can go to the bathroom and come back, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. But, yeah, no, I paused this one. Yeah, so it I probably, probably... also would be the same, like,
1: 8 or eight or 9. Mm-hmm. 8.5. There we go. 8.5. <laughs> <laughs> Split difference.
0: It's still an 80s movie. Still kind of cheesy.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's good. It's, it's lighthearted. So it's wholesome. It has a lot of good morals and values.
0: Um, I know. It's like. Timeless. Weirdly radical. Yeah.
1: Radical. That's
0: a good. Radical, one. It still holds good... up
1: nowadays. Excuse me? What? I
0: don't remember what I said. I think I just said it still holds up now nowadays. Oh, yeah. Because it's like weirdly radical.
1: Yeah. That's a good way to describe it, though, radical.
0: Oh, man, I didn't even talk about how it presents masculinity. Oh, go off. I want to hear. Loki, key I wrote an essay about it. <laughs> 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 For class. <laughs> ah. I'm not joking. Put it on the I Discord. Did. No.
1: Oh, why?
0: It's not. It's not good. <laughs> It was like a, this is like the class basically was like, pick a movie and tell us why we should talk about it in this class. And I was like, uh, because this movie totally brings up some very interesting things about masculinity. So it's not really like a persuasive essay or like an essay that like, Mm. has like facts. It was kind of just like a, I just want it to be summer. Give me an (laughs) A essay. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But basically some of the points I brought up was that like, Very rarely in, especially in the 80s, if it had to deal with like prostitution, even nowadays prostitution is um, thought of to be like a woman's issue, Mm -hmm. even though it affects everybody. Um, There was the idea that um, like his worth didn't really come from how masculine or not he seemed Mm -hmm. because like he's a dancer Mm-hmm. that 100% could have been a thing at the time where they were like oh he might be like a little oh gay because he <laughs> dances but like they don't they don't even allow you to think that in this film and they don't even mention or touch upon it at all like he's still just as masculine as all the other guys if not more also it's patrick Swayze. <laughs> but like It would be, I do think that it's, like, a thing where it's, like, if you were a guy, I think they said in the casting of the movie, they were, like, yeah, it was kind of hard to find a guy that was, like, willing to be a dancer Mm -hmm. because of, like, the stigma. They're, like, oh, well, like, my whole vibe is being, like, the big tough guy or something. Like, I don't want to be a dancer. That would ruin my reputation.
1: His Well, both his parents are, like, professional dancers, and he was known as the dancer guy. But he was trying to break away from that stereotype, and then he mm-hmm. read the script for this, and he's like, okay, fine, I'll do this movie.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, it, it really doesn't, like, pigeonhole you either. Mm-hmm. As, like, yeah.
1: The dancer guy, movie, it's yeah.
0: It's kind of like, he is a dancer, and he's also a man. So much
1: more, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, the role of that is generally switched. It's normally the guy, uh, you know, notices the girl, and the girl oh. determines that she's worth it because the guy tells her that she is. Whereas in this one, it's kind of reversed. And it's not really that she's like, you matter, but, like, everybody matters, and you're everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so there was that there's also the fact that like he cares for people, like in, in like an actual like loving way, and like tells them
1: wholeheartedly and and unabashedly.
0: Yeah, which you can immediately juxtapose with like the dad who's like mm-hmm. can't even say he's sorry, yeah, kind of a thing, you know. And his um, love
1: comes with conditions.
0: Hmm. And it's not as common to see that in films at all, even Mm -hmm. nowadays, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's another one I'm just blanking.
1: I actually really like those points. I didn't even think about it like that. Well, I mean, I had a whole lot more to think about, considering it was the first time... I watched it, and I basically went in blind, so.
0: Yeah. I mean, even as far as just the woman's representation, like, obviously passed the Bechdel test, but, like, Mm -hmm. to have Baby and Penny end up being friends. Yeah. I feel like you don't see in films very often. Like, it's very, honestly, it makes me think of Legally Blonde sometimes, Mm -hmm. because I feel like those two movies are like that's what 10 years later ish yeah and like even then when you see it in Legally Blonde you're still kind of like oh my god you never see this yeah <laughs> which is like a testament you know Mm-hmm. and especially for them to be friends outside of Johnny and like dating mm-hmm. them like they aren't just friends because baby's dating johnny they're friends because baby cares about penny and penny has received that and in return cares about baby
1: yeah they respect each other
0: Mm -hmm. and like at no point are they competing for johnny's attention which 100 if it was written by a man they would be
1: oh my god I didn't even realize that. But there's I just no said it, love triangle. And as it was I- coming out of my <laughs> mouth, I was like,
0: oh my god, there's no love triangle.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no love triangle. <laughs> the closest you get is with Neil and um Johnny over Baby. But Neil yeah. just basically doesn't see her that way he just kind of like sees her as like this as object, object that he can yeah that he can move around and like place and like do what he wants with i, I might think have
0: to raise the rating of this movie
1: yeah i know i was just thinking about that when you were describing your paper <laughs> but like the only time the only time neil asks baby what she wants is from the fridge and even then he's first of all he's not even listening it's
0: still a brag yeah
1: and he's still bragging (laughs) and trying
0: to show off that guy i think that neil represents a kind of dude that we actually have a huge problem with nowadays Mm. is that dude that like thinks he's a good guy because like neil's also the guy that's like i'm gonna go uh join like the freedom fighters. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, like, in his day-to-day, he's just a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like, obviously he has, like, what he thinks are, like, the morals that he should be supporting. Yeah. But, like, when it comes to actually supporting them, like, are you? Are you actually treating the people in your life on a day-to-day basis with the respect that you believe they should be treated?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's also... like, I know so
0: many dudes that are, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm super like woke and feminist Mm -hmm. and it's like okay you also thought the black guy might be stealing something though or like Mm -hmm. you walked across the street when you saw a black dude Mm -hmm. or like i said i was scared to walk to my car at night and you laughed at me or you went it's fine you know
1: yeah yeah there's um there's a trend going around uh i it did go around. It's been a while since I've seen it. But um, on TikTok, there were women giving, um, like, dating tips. Like, this is how you can find a red flag in someone if you're, like, unsure. Like, not that you should be, like, searching for red flags. But um, it was, like, take take uh, your partner to, a, um, like, a diner and see how they treat the wait staff. Um Because, like, that's who they truly are. Like, how they present themselves to the weight staff and like how they treat the weight staff is going to be like their unfiltered self so if they treat them like shit you're probably going to get treated like shit but if they treat them well and they tip well then they're going to treat you well
0: or if they just do the standard thing
1: <laughs> yeah or if they just do the standard thing um I uh it suddenly popped up in my mind um but it, I pretty sure it was in Harry Potter um i want to say it was like the 5th book uh but the the there's a quote um where it was talking about like you can judge a man by how he treats his inferiors
0: inferiors
1: yeah well cuz they were talking about like the house elf i'm pretty sure oh, okay and so like that was already um supposed to be like an allegory for slavery that was yeah it it has other issues
0: with it such a jk rolling thing to do (laughs) yeah
1: yeah well that that was actually like house elves are one of the main reason why people want hermione to be black is because it adds like a really good like depth to her character on why she wants to free the house elves and why she sees it as slavery and not like as a good thing
0: I see that. Mm Mm-hmm. I think the house elves shouldn't exist.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. 100%, for sure.
0: (laughs) Because that's... Yeah, that 100% is very similar to, like, this guy where it's like, oh, house elves should be, like, saved. And it's like... Or, like, how you treat your inferiors. And it's like, maybe nobody's inferior. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: I think. Well, I think his grandpa, like the hotel manager, straight up, like, basically says to his staff that they're inferior. Like in the very beginning, when he's like, he says something along the lines of like, "You're the college guys. You're the wait staff. I'm the owner. I'm better than you," type of thing. Like, I think he like just straight up, straight up tells them, and you're just kind of like, <laughs> <Your> "All right, livelihoods <laughs> are in my hand." Yeah. <laughs> I know who the villain's gonna be. Yeah. Which actually wasn't really true.
0: Kind yeah, of. He was not mean. Um. Well, he actually beyond was that, nice. yeah.
1: Beyond that, the hotel manager was fairly nice. His grandson. And he was
0: more like. Because I can't remember if he is in fact that one guy or if he's. Like, if there were two guys.
1: There might have been two guys. I want to say it was the same person. Because if it was the same person, it feels like it goes back to that, um, to what I was saying earlier about how uh, at the end, he and the black guy were talking. And it felt like they were just cutting out the black guy scenes. Um, I feel like that could have been, like, the start of their storyline together.
0: Hmm. We really could talk this movie to death. Probably. (laughs) I'm going to have to raise my rating to a 9.
1: Yeah, I'm going to raise it to a 9.
0: Okay, so before we finish off here, we are going to do recommendations um, for this movie. So, Whitney, do you have any?
1: Uh, Considering I thought they were the same movie, I'm going (laughs) to recommend (laughs) Fitloose. Um, grease, Pretty women and hairspray.
0: Ooh, Pretty Woman—that's a good one.
1: Mm-hmm. Just because I feel it, like
0: people—it
1: deals with oh, the whole it. um the classism issue.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say Flashdance too.
1: Oh, I haven't seen that movie.
0: Flashdance. I haven't seen it in a while. I should. um i feel like any movie that i mentioned while talking about this movie oh yeah there's sure. a movie you should watch so what like outsiders oh 100 all right well last but not least i'm going to shout out our patreon vips um so shout out to susan johnson and kawana coleman um for being vips you guys are amazing um If you guys don't know already, we do have a Patreon that you can support us through. Um, We give you guys access to our Discord where we often have um, movie nights, movie screenings, um, and then an open chat and you can talk about any movies. There's also links to scripts and other just fun things that we'll talk about here on the podcast sometimes if we... Remember to we link it there. Um, <laughs> everybody also gets a sticker for being a patron in general. So you guys should totally sign up even if it's just for that, because I designed it. <laughs> um either way, thank you guys for listening. And if you would like to support us through Patreon, feel free. Um if you are not able to, you know, support us in that way. Listening and you know, just sharing our podcast with a friend or on your social media, following us on our socials at Femme Noir Podcast. Those are all great ways to also show your support. And commenting. Um, so, yes, commenting as well on our posts. We love kind of just like being able to get to know you guys and talk to you guys because that is exactly why we started this podcast is to talk to people who also like movies but also want to talk about how they can be better and how they are really good. Um, so, yeah, hit us up. And without further ado, we'll see you in the next one. See you, listen to, talk, talk to you in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.